Good morning, good morning, beautiful people. I am your host, Coach Josh Smalls. It is Coffee Time with Coach. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sharing this morning with us. It's a beautiful day. Um, I'm tuning in on my IG page, Coach Josh Smalls. My phone is trash these days. Time to upgrade. Yeah, I, I'm not going to say my phone is trash because I need my phone to keep working. My other phone is absolutely not working. I did the um, iPhone update. And it's not working. It updated my phone to a blank space. So I'm, I'm not really happy about that at all. Not at all. Wait, how you know I can sing? Oh, Tiffany, you can sing? When you coming on my song to sing? You gonna come on my show and sing? Let me tell y'all something. Coffee is great. I was on a Zoom last night. And this young lady was doing her whole makeup set for her photo shoot last night. I'm talking at 1.30 in the morning. Now, I ain't mad at it because she it was popping. But then she put like um, silicone glue on her face and that kind of freaked me out. But it's all good. She was looking beautiful. She did her thing. I mean, you know, I'm not a makeup person. I don't know how to do all that stuff. Good morning, everybody coming in. But it was a beautiful thing. But she was pulling stuff. I mean, her face was coming off. It looked like just silly putty. Her face was just coming apart. And um, it was it was an amazing thing. It was an amazing thing. That's That's all I can say. Um, shout out to those of y'all who do makeup and, and know how to find the colors to blend in here and foundation and rouge. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Every time I seen Saffron and the Sun and, and uh, Grady was talking about that, he said, um, um, I don't like the way people look when they be in their casket. They have they pull all that rouge on them. I don't even know what rouge is, but it's just the way he said it. Yes, Kendra, I said silicone glue, silicone glue. Um, but whatever, yeah, whatever. Um, y'all are in for um a special guest um friend of mine today. Um, I'm I'm not gonna say because, but I'm hoping that something happens and and then you are really gonna be surprised, Kendra. He is. I am very dramatic. I will. That is something that I will not take away. It's blush. Oh, blush. Okay, okay. Well, well. All I can say, Tiffany, is you had it going on. You had it going on, like all of the all of the uh, what's not was was happening. Um, I, I mean, she went from just to like everything was just like she hooked it up. I ain't even gonna lie. I'm I'm not even gonna hate. Big Mike in the building. What it is, brother? I, I'm not even gonna hate. She had it beyond dramatic. Okay, Kendra, slow down. In the words of in the words of comedian Stefan, hold on, Jim Shoe, slow down, slow down, pump your brakes. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know nothing about makeup, and it's funny when I when before I moved here, um, I used to model with um, Mecca models and with Lachey models, um, and when we did, I did a scene, a scene for Davucci. I don't remember, know if y'all remember Davucci. Some of y'all might not be old enough to remember Davucci, but I did a a scene for Davucci, and we were um, backstage, and th they was trying to put makeup on me, and I didn't. I thought they was going Michael Jackson. And I know that's not cool, but they, I thought I didn't want to be lighter than what I was. Like I keep my brown where it is. Don't. But it, we had to do. Uh, they had to come to my house and do facials and all that. And it, there's nothing more special than your mother to be proud of you. So when the woman came to my crib, right? Because um, I moved back home, with my mom. When the woman came to my crib, she, uh, my mom was watching her do my facial and stuff. And my mother was so, so happy. She was so proud, man. 
My mom is an amazing woman, man. I'm going to do a Zoom class. Can, oh, Tiffany is going to do a Zoom class to teach how to put on rouge. <laughs> what, V? I'm just saying that that's what went down in my life. And um, yeah, I miss, I miss um, runway stuff. Now, I was too short for like the high, high fashion at that time. Now it's changed. Now it's changed. They don't, they, you don't have to be, um, 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 you know, seven feet tall and six this. Canvas Dolls is in the building. What's good? Um, yeah, now you don't have to be like these giants to be into it. Um, but um, I am, I'm so wanting to get back into modeling. It's just, it's in Charlotte, it's so hard, man. I mean, people just hold on to things like it's, it's, it's like they're going to um, give up their whole life if they, they tell you where to go and get hooked up. But um, um, yeah, so um, I have a friend who, uh, whose dad, I believe, um, is in, has a family member that was, I have two friends who family members were sent to the hospital today, um, yesterday. So I want to please just send a, you know, send up a prayer for them. No need to know their name. Just say a prayer for them. Right. Um, and then I have another friend who was recovering from, um, being hospitalized and, and, and she's doing much better. I mentioned about her earlier the week and, um, she's doing much better. I'm gonna give her a call again today, but yeah, man, it was, um, uh, you know, you never know what people are going through. So I just want to remember that um, somebody is going through something right now that we don't know nothing about. So please just be kind to folks. And and sometimes um, sometimes folks just give them a pass. You know, what I mean, sometimes they just need to pass because they go on some things that they don't understand. Oh, yeah. I was on AJ's live and heard me. Sing. Oh, so Tiffany, I got you. You're going to have to sing. V is in the building. What's up, V? Uh, I want to hear you sing. OK, I want to hear you sing. Um, so yeah, uh, today is 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 one of those days. It's Friday. Anybody? What are your plans for the weekend? Anybody going out? Um, you hanging out? Any kind of celebrations? Any birthdays coming up? What y'all doing for the weekend? My man E Cole is in the building. Um, yeah, this weekend I, I hope I'm hoping to get rest this weekend. Um, I'm certain that I have something to do, but I'm waiting some rest of the weekend. Um, I'm hoping AJ come through. AJ. Um, our conversation, uh, we did uh, we did live yesterday. There he is. I, listen, AJ, brother, you know what they say when you say your name, when you say somebody say your name, uh, and do you pop up? That means that means you got a lot of life left in you, brother. So I'm I'm glad because I just said your name and I see your name pick up um, pull up on the screen. So, bro, I've been so excited, man, since our conversation, and I've been writing some poems. I, I wrote a poem for my um, my daughter's book um, late last night. Um, inspired of our, from our conversation, and I got some other ones that's ringing in my head that I can't wait to put down on paper. Like y'all almost didn't get alive. Y'all almost was gonna have to do coffee time by yourself. But um, nah, man, I, I got some things on my mind, brother. That man, just from our conversation, and um, I'm really excited about it. Really on fire. Um, AJ, we should talk this weekend about some of the things we spoke about as well. Let's do that um, this weekend. Tiffany said, Ja, I told AJ no. He told me to close my eyes and sing. That's right. Close your eyes, woman, and sing. Sing. Me too. I've been real re energized. Yeah, AJ, you know, it's something about that transfer of energy that makes it um um makes it happen. IG, are y'all freezing up? Let me know if y'all freezing up. Something about that exchange of energy that takes you to a place, man. And 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 sometimes we don't even understand what that is, but we're there. We're there. I'm doing a surprise father-daughter date with my singer, Snuggaboo, 
tonight and a date with man emmanuel man i appreciate you so much brother my um i'm waiting for my daughter to give me my date she's she's holding out on my date um uh, i don't know what's what's taking us long to give me a date i'm like look can i get my date i don't want to come camp outside your house your mother might call the cops on me thinking i'm a stalker but i'm trying to get my date in but um yeah i thank you so much for taking your daughters on a date fellas if you have a daughter if you have a sister your mother take somebody on a date so that you could uh uh oh yeah y'all guess is in the building he ready he ready too um uh, if you have a a, a a woman in your life no matter what take them on a date i got a couple of dates i need to make i got a couple of dates i need to i need to get together um and it's it's just showing your affections right showing showing that, that you love somebody um outside of yourself because we get busy and we do all the stuff that we do but go ahead and give it to somebody else because they deserve it and i always tell people this it's just a little bit they need, you know, don't text good morning, just text I love you. You know, find a flower or a rose on the internet, search it, screenshot it and send it and say I love you. Those little things, they matter, you know what I'm saying? Make that extra cup of coffee before you leave out the house or a cup of tea or write a little note. If you know, if you write a little note that says I love you, you, you can put a smile on somebody's face that probably wasn't even prepared for that smile. You know, certain things you can do. I got to get back on my game. I ain't been on my game. I've been working. But, I, you know, I like my I want my daughter, you know, my daughters to understand that something. You know, you got to you got to do that. You got to do that for their mother. So their mother know what to do and, and they know what to expect. You know, you got to set the stage. You got to set the stage. Anyway, man, look, I'm excited because my homie is in the building. It's a Brooklyn day today. So I'm going to bring up my man. Y'all say what's good to the one and only T-Shep. What up, bro? Hey, what up, Joe? How you doing, man? Man, I'm good, family. First of all, I love the hat, bro. I yeah, love come on, you know, man. I do New York all day, every day. <laughs> How you feeling today? It's, you know, it's a whole lot going on. You know, it's a lot of uh, obscurity going on a little bit right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I know for sure, um, Trump is going to get his ass out that White House. And I don't, I'm not saying that Biden is the, the best thing in the world. But damn it, we need to change from what we need. Yeah, right but we do need a shift though, because he did his four years, and we need to like do something else, man. Seriously, for yes. the sake of the nation and the sake of humanity. Yes, Let me sir. see if our camera's situated right. Okay, you get, get yourself straight. Listen, I'm telling y'all now. If you're not, you need to go on my YouTube live right now, because y'all, you know, y'all missing everything. Is that good though, bro? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, fam. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. yeah. You good? So let's do this like this. Yeah, yeah. Tell the people who you are. Tell them where you're from. Tell them what you do. Just get them a little bit. Let them know who T. Shep is. Too modest, bro. So my name is Terrence. Um, I go by T. Shep. Um, originally from Queens, New York, out of Queens, New York, but I've also am from Charlotte, North Carolina. Been out there for a minute, and um, I'm what you call a music savant. I'm saying um, I, I love music. I've been doing music since I was 14, and 31 now and classically trained currently get my master's in music composition here and I recently had a like my I recently had an opportunity of a lifetime which I was able to play for Alicia Keys on Instagram live about three four weeks ago so that's the big momentum that's kind of going on right now so I'm just kind of just just letting it wave out and just kind of just riding the wave a little bit but I am enjoying the, the moment um I, I like to see myself as a hip-hop baby um little bit of background. My mother actually went to Andrew Jackson High School uh, back in the 80s, and she actually was in the movie Crush Group, and she was in the auditorium scene. And um, my dad, you know, he went to school with, uh, with Reverend Run, Jam Master J, and, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I think that the music and the history for my family and all of that kind of stuff has just kind of just, just passed down to me. 
And um, I see myself as a collective of a person who just enjoys all kind of music. And I find a way to kind of mesh them and have this jambalaya, you know, that everyone can eat, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. So um, let's talk about that Alicia Keys moment. Yeah. Um, so you, you, you on, you're on IG Live, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 what what happened? Like, did she did she just pick some out of the crowd, or she, you said something? How did that even happen? That she yeah, everybody keeps asking this. So it was a Thursday night, going on Thursday Friday morning. So she, she was releasing her seventh album, Alicia. And um, when you have Apple Music, the music was, the rest of the tracks, tracks are not released until after twelve o'clock. So I had to wait to after twelve to get the rest of the tracks. Now listen. And usually when I listen to her album in particular, I always listen for that piano, maybe that classical intro, because she always kind of eases her listeners. You know, that's kind of been like a vibe that she's been doing ever since. But this time around, it wasn't the same thing. It had the same vibe, but it wasn't an actual classical piano intro. And I heard it and I was like, this is like, this is a vibe. And when she went live, all I did was just say the first track of the first out al- of the first track off the off the album. And I guess she was just impressed. And she was just like, look, talk to me about truth without love. I'm about to grab you. And she just grabbed me out of it. Add three 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 thousand people. Wow. And well, go ahead. And um, we begin to start, you know, the politicking and talking about my journey. That's incorporated that I've been able to use her as a way to be able to bridge that gap too, as well. Because I've always been into soul music, but I felt like before Alicia Keys, we didn't really have an artist that was really paying homage to like the Nina Simones and the Roberta Flax and the, uh, and the Stevie Wonders and the Marvin Gaye's in a sense of where she was able to kind of do it with soul and grace. And I'm saying, um, so just shout out to her for being able to find a way to bring music back, even going back to all the way to Beethoven and Chopin, but finding a way to kind of mesh it in a hip hop kind of jambalaya or like, you know, R&B or jazz or country, whatever. So I'm saying just trying to find a happy medium for everything. Um, yeah, so we talked about that. Yeah. You know, there's there are plenty of um celebrities or great musicians, right? Because she's mm-hmm. she's she's more than just an artist, she's a musician. Yeah. And and I, I would love to have had the option or the, mm-hmm. the 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 honor of being on um one of the uh, any show mm-hmm. with I can't imagine the adrenaline because I know how you feel about Alicia Keys music, like we talked yeah. about, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, um, you know, m- maybe in a younger generation, somebody would say a Stevie Wonder. It would give it like, oh, shoot, I'm on a live with a Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think people really appreciate, I'm a, you know, I'm a music guy. You know? uh, yeah, of course. Of course. So I don't think people really appreciate the art in the music. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're hearing the sound, but like, for instance, when you play, you talk through your keys. Mm. You, you know what I mean? And I don't know if people who don't play music really get to understand that. Mm-hmm. It's like when I deliver a poem, I'm telling you a story about something that I went through, but I'm actually opening up everything that I went through in that moment. And it's the mm-hmm. same music. Do you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I do. Yeah, absolutely. I do. I think we just become a part of what that entity is basically though. You know, I always say that music is like energy. Energy cannot be created nor can it be destroyed. It only changes from one form to another. So in a sense, that's what we are. I'm saying if you are a conductor, given the privilege to construct your own ensemble, which position do you pick? Actually, you know what? We actually did do something similar to that. We had a, uh, it was called Hip Hop Orchestrated. And it was out here in Charlotte, North Carolina. It was like a nonprofit organization where we just got a group of musicians together. We just started forming ways to blend music as a way to connect people of all kinds. 
yeah. beyond the idea was to reach the you know the Blumenthal's and that kind of thing but it was more so on the community we were just trying to find a way how people can connect you know just to reach just to reach economic mobility yeah. shout out to Kia more by the way because that was her idea that wasn't me <laughs> in fact that's that's how we met that's how we met yeah, yeah. and um I remember when y'all did the the photo the photo shoot and I came Mm -hmm. And the DJ was so tall, I was like, nah, let him lay down on the floor. You remember that? Right, 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 right. came right. out so dope, man. That picture was so dope. Mike has a question. Um, Main influence on piano, uh, I guess it depends on the style, but if you're talking about in general, generally speaking, um, hmm. right now I'm kind of into Debussy and like Mumpool kind of stuff, which is pretty much 20th century classical music. Yeah. So it's very like, very jazz inflected a little bit, but then it has some uh, contemporary stuff in there too as well. So it's not necessarily resolutions, like it's not a sonata, I'm saying. It's yeah. kind of free form and kind of flowy and kind of just kind of just leaves it for air and space, yeah. so to speak. I did, um, I've heard that if you can play classical music, mm -hmm. you can play any kind of music. For the most part, because this is a foundational kind of thing. Um, but I just, we just had a master class with um, a, a guy out of New York. His name is Isaac. Uh, I think it's Isaac Harlan or something like that, basically. But he's a big time guy up there. So, so it was an honor for him to even talk in our class and everything. But um, he was just saying how he couldn't read music at all, you know, starting out. This man is like maybe like 40 now. But when he first started out, he was just saying how he couldn't read music. You know, he, he really wanted to play and he just kind of encapsulated himself just in classes and all those kind of things. And you begin to start developing a different language that you didn't know that you had, but the more that you get into it, I'm saying. And so with classical music and music history and music theory, you know, it's a whole bunch of stuff that takes place with you trying to develop your skill as a musician, because it still is, it's, it still is a craft, I'm saying, and, and it still is a discipline and I'm still being disciplined now, I'm practicing as well. So it's like, it never ends. And that was one of the things that Alicia Keys did actually point out. So I'm saying, you know, something ebb and flows, you know, some things were better than others, but, you know, she said that I can obviously see that you're really, in, you know, in tune with your gift and that you really are appreciative of, of the art itself. I'm saying, and for, for, to hear that from her, you know, that was really big. I'm saying, I mean, like, I mean, that was really big to hear that. I, I, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a, there's a difference between being a musician and being mm -hmm. a producer. Right, mm -hmm. you can be both. Yeah, be one or the other. Yeah, now, being a, on from the production side, I've never been able to. I'm not a. I'm not a musician, so mm -hmm. I can go find chords and tell you exactly where I want you to begin. Right, 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 and lead you to where I want you to go. Right. Mm -hmm. I've learned this thing that we call the claw in the studio, and it's basically uh, for y'all that can't see. It's three fingers or four fingers, mm -hmm. and you and skip between. I think that people who hear music and learn to play by ear mm -hmm. or they learn to read, I think they have a, 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 a an advantage. Mm -hmm. What do mm -hmm. you think about that? You think it's an advantage to that? 50 50, because that's how I started out too. You know, it was just a God given gift. He was just like, yeah, you know what I'm saying do something. That's kind of how it happened. But um, I think that we naturally do. It's, so it's funny. You begin to start really not appreciative of your gift, you know what I'm saying, when you realize that it's like a stumbling block for you that you can't read music. And when you get into this process of reading music, taking all these classes and everything, it's like you give away from the natural gift, which is your ear. And so you have to find a 
balance of the two. I'm saying like, it's always trying to find that happy medium. And I had so many teachers that were trying to find a way to help me balance it out, but they couldn't do it. A lot of them probably didn't have, you know, and also with me, you really have to be disciplined in this too as well. You really have to tell yourself that, and I'm not saying that you're not going to see results overnight. It's process before product. You can't present a product if you haven't gone through the process. I'm saying, and that's one of the things that even now it's like, you got to go through the process. I'm saying the process of rigorous training and you know, practicing, but also leaving time and space for yourself and improvisation and interpretation and just kind of see what you also can do. Yeah. A lot of times it's so structured to the point where we lose the first gift, which is creativity, um, knowing how to improv and knowing how to just kind of just play. You know what I'm saying like some folks can just play, but some people can't read music. Some people can read music, but they can't just play. So it's like you got to find the happy medium of the two, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to, I was watching a documentary um, mm -hmm. about Tony Braxton. Mm. And it was then that I found out Unbreak My Heart was the number one song that she did not like. She never liked mm. Unbreak My Heart. However, that was one of her biggest songs. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm listening to this, the person who wrote the song. Diane Warren. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like the producer took that to a whole nother thing. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I did not know that a song that beautiful could be something that she just hated. She just mm -hmm. didn't. They forced her to do that song. Right. It happened to be one of her greatest songs. Absolutely. I'm saying that to say, like, so when you get into a groove, right, as a mm -hmm. as a musician, um, is it is it easy to zone out so that you can complete the task? And 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 does that happen often? Like you're playing and you know this is your cause, and then it's like, okay, I'm out, and you just go someplace. Is that an easy thing that happens? It, it it really depends, uh, John. It, it kind of just depends on the flow and it depends on the vibe a little bit because I got to get better with that. I'm saying like, you know, with certain chords and then here comes the bridge, I'm saying, but it's not going to be the same as the first three, four, five chords. Maybe that was in the original. Pop music is very traditional. It may just be three chords, you know what I'm saying? Or sometimes it may be some advanced stuff. It depends on the style, you know, music like Jill Scott, yeah. Erica Badu. Like you're looking, you know, you're listening to a whole bunch of jazz chords over there. Rachel Farrell is to a whole bunch of jazz chords. But if you're listening to something like, you know, just a regular pop song, you're just going to be pretty much just three chords and maybe a bridge. You know what I'm saying? And if a bridge and then goes back to the three chords. So in a sense, that's like a form. It's not of classical music, but remember, music is also developed by form. You have an A section, which is something that's, you know, established. And you have a B section, which is something that's completely different from the A. So same thing with pop music. You have an A section and you have a B section. You know I'm saying, um... But within all of that, there's little idioms that kind of, you know, kind of tells what everything else is. You know, have a bridge, you have a refrain, you have a pre-chorus, you have a chorus. Like, I mean, there's so many things. And I think artists that tries to really be unique, um, such as in the likes of Alicia Keys and other ones, where they are musicians trying to take that classical, you know, background, that foreground, that's what it is, you know, that background, and try to put it into a format of pop music and just kind of do anything and everything. That's also make what Stevie wanted. Uh, what makes Stevie wanted great? I got a chance to see him a few years back um, in Charlotte. Actually, he actually came. I was to a at concert. that show, man. That, yeah, I, that wasn't planned. A, a cousin of mine, she didn't show up, and her ticket kind of went to waste. And my cousin was like, "Hey, she didn't come," and I was sick as a dog. You know I'm saying, like, I I can say I had laryngitis. I it 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 wasn't going down, but. When I went into the concert, I just took in like the music vibes, and it was just such a zone. Everybody from all walks of life, from from ages, and I've always my Stevie Wonder, but yeah. to but to see it live, 
Um, I think my favorite song by him um, is, it, I mean, there's a few from the songs in the key of life, but um, uh, uh, Another Star, mm -hmm. that's my joint. And um, he didn't do They Won't Go When I Go, but that's that, that's also a favorite of mine. So I think, I think it's on another album. That may be in the songs in the key of life, but yeah. And then he DJed at the end. Then he DJ. He did he, like he did like some slick Rick uh, children's story. Mm -hmm. Like seriously, like that was crazy. So you did know, work dance. Yeah, I saw all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was a great concert. It was a great show. You know, and it's about music. And it needs to be about the music. And I and I think that we do have artists out there right now, but it's all encapsulated with that big machine or whatever all all, all, all of that stuff is behind it. But there's still there's artists out there that's actually making music. You know what I'm saying? And and want you to feel about the music. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think because they see the keyboard, everybody wants you to play, but oh. <laughs> everybody's waiting on that. Uh, let me ask you this. So if you had the opportunity to sit in an audience mm. of your top, give me top five, top five musicians you would love to sit in the audience and hear them play dead or alive, top five. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. Dead or alive? Dead or alive, doesn't matter. Wow. Doesn't matter. Um. So Nina Simone, mm -hmm. um, I would like. To, so there's a composer. She's actually in. The, she's a she's a romantic period composer. Her name is Clara Schumann. I would love to see her perform. So Nina Simone, Clara Schumann, um, Alicia Keys. Let me see. Uh, Keith Jarrett. Keith Jarrett. Keith Jarrett. Um, Art Tatum. Bro. Now I got a story to tell you about this at CPCC while I was there, because I'm also an alum from CPCC. Um, the the arts division director introduced me to a guy named Dan Knight. Okay. When I played for uh, Dr. Uh, Yamamoto, he introduced me to Dan Knight. He said, I, I think this guy would be perfect for you to kind of serve as you, as, you know, just as a mentor or something like that. So he introduced me to him at the time he was working at UNCC, meet uh, Professor Knight. And uh, we begin to start playing. He tells me about his journey and everything. You know, talk, you know, big white guy. But he had so much like passion and everything like that. Though then he goes to tell me about his teachers. Um, so he's the teacher of Dr. Billy Taylor. Oh wow! Dr. Billy Taylor's teacher is Art Tatum. He told me that I was Art Tatum's great grandbaby music child or something like that. He said basically. Wow. Yeah, okay. that, was, okay. that was crazy. In that moment, mm -hmm. what did that say to you about your craft, about your gift? Man, I've listened to Art Tatum, but I was more so impressed with what he did with classical music because there's an actual clip on YouTube where they showed him taking like a Chopin waltz or something like that. And he did like some shy piano stuff with it, though. Yeah, and one Because Horwitz, who was a renowned, famous pianist worldwide, they were best friends mm -hmm. and or, or they were really great acquaintances. And, and Horwitz, I believe, said in an interview or maybe in a press or something like that, that said that if Art Tatum were to pursue a, a, a career in classical music and took it seriously, he would outplay him. I'm saying that lets me know the artistry of what he had inside of him, him, Fats Waller, mm -hmm. Oscar Peterson, yeah. you know, all of them. I'm saying. But um, but when he said that, I was it took me a minute to kind of swallow a pause. So I'm saying like I had to kind of, you know, take that in. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, me? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, 
and I, and again, I said that music is energy, right? Can we create or can it be destroyed? So yeah, the body leaves, but the, the anointing and the energy and all, all that's housed in that body, that still has to live on. Yeah. So Bach, Mozart, all of that stuff, like, I mean, that's energy. So I'm saying it's just yeah. being recycled. I'm saying yeah. there's so many different minstrels um, that we haven't even, you know, heard of yet. And I'm saying different countries, like, right. you know, so... I think that this music is it just transcends and to be able to just go relate to one generation the next generation next generation next generation and people are just trying to find a happy medium especially yeah. now yeah yeah when i when i did i'm gonna tell you about my moment like that mm -hmm. this was such an amazing moment for me mm -hmm. when i submitted my first book to the editor to, for publishing the editor told me yo you sound like a young Langston Hughes mm. and a Claude McKay. And I'm like, in that moment, like, did you just say my name in the same sentence with Langston Hughes, right? Yeah, yeah. You're reading my work. Yeah. So I, I'm, I can't even imagine, but I have some idea what that feels like to say, right, right. like, yo, because it almost becomes like, it, there's a continuous echo after that. Like you mm -hmm. never not hear that. Like right. struggling to find what you're looking for, you never not hear that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, like oh, did you forget who you are? <laughs> you right. Know what I mean? right, 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 right. <laughs> um, and I think that's, you know, they say imagery is the first, in the best form of flattery. You know what I'm saying? But I think sometimes when people can see the gift inside of you. And they can see the gift on you, you know. You didn't need to let them just honor you, yeah. you know. Some because there is a, a, such a thing as being overly humble. You don't want to be overly humble. You don't want to be too humble. What is that? I'm saying anybody that says they're humble, they're not really humble. Just walk in it. Okay. But you have to allow the greatness to come to you. So, you know the same thing with Jill Scott. I just think that she's just a god at this point blank period. But you know, people that are, that do spoken word, I also do spoken word too as well. I, I don't look at us as just being poets. I think that we're scribes. So to speak, I'm saying, because the things that I'll be writing, I'm like, this is like some, I don't know, eighth century, like, you know, eight centuries from now kind of thing. So I'm kind of on Erica Badu flow and a lot of people don't really get where she's coming from, but I get it. You know what I'm saying, yeah. um, I get it. Like she, because I understand that etheric way of understanding the universe and seeing yourself in it. You know I'm saying, you know, being living in the world but not being of it. I'm saying like being kind of like the fifth element uh the, the fifth element movie. I'm saying so yeah. 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 I've always been um a fan of your 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 work anyway. Like just from hip hop Grace, when I first saw you play, um and I had I, I watched you play before I heard you. Mm -hmm. And the reason I, I do that is because I know music. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. If the music is off, I don't want to watch you. But if the music is on, then I want to watch and see how mm -hmm. you play. Mm -hmm. And there was a magic in the way you played before I knew you were playing classical music, but mm -hmm. the manner by which you play. I mean, you know, some people play with the keys and, and some people fingers actually dance across mm -hmm. and you kind of ballerina dance with your fingers, which is a very surprise because I didn't see you. You know, I, I almost saw you almost like the church when I looked at mm -hmm. you. I was like, okay, he's got that. He, you know what I mean? You're going to have that Sunday morning. That's right. Yes. But you really, um, your presence as a musician, as, mm. as a keyboard player, as a piano player, your presence as that um, didn't give me what you do. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like judging a book by the cover. Mm -hmm. 
And then you shut me up like, bro, this guy can really play. That's before I knew you were going to school for yeah, it and yeah. stuff like that. But your presence in itself, I, I can't wait to see that 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 spotlight on you mm. and the grand piano on some amazing platform. Mm. Because I don't think that um, um, that's something that 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 that's not in your future. Wow. And I don't know how soon, but I, I see it. Um, there's I've been around some amazing players. I've been around people who play bass for um, um, Michael Jackson. I've been around people who play hey. for um, for uh, 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 I was, Shirley Pepsi Riley husband is a great hey. bass player. He can play that bass. I mean, I've been around some people that, yeah. you know what I mean? I've been around another guy who played for probably everybody you know that's in the gospel game. And I watched your your your, your showmanship when there's no show going on. Mm. You don't you you can you are very one of the very few artists that I met that it does not matter what the crowd is doing. You're in a space to bring them to you. It reminds me of the Ray movie when Ray Charles was playing and then the guy was like, okay, the crowd wouldn't be quiet. They kept yelling out, play this, play that. Mm -hmm. And I said, on my cue, turn the music, the lights down and put a spotlight on Ray. Yeah. And if you're familiar with the movie, when I saw that, I automatically saw that with you. Mm. I was like, yeah, this, 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 this guy's got something special. Wow. He's got something special. So... Um, I can't wait. Let me ask you another question really quick. Um, sure. Do you see yourself teaching? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. That's what I'm finishing up right here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I told Alicia this. I, I did leave it off as this Alicia, you know, you may not know this yet, but we are going to collab in the future. You know what I'm saying we're going to bring everything together here. But it's important that I finish school because you have to give back in some type of way. And I think a lot of times when we do elevate and we get up, we get up, we get up. A lot of, a lot of people, we say this. I'll come back and I'll do X, Y, and Z, but you know, your word is not your bond. If you gave me your word and you went back on it, you know, if I truly gave you my word, but I, I think in my actions is what I'm kind of, kind of getting at here. Like, you know, listen, understanding that I came from something and although I'm not where I want to be, but I'm far from where I used to be. You know what I'm saying? And if I could take some people with me or at least give it to give me, get some encouragement because I, because I know what it's like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, even before that, you know, that opportunity that just happened, I'm saying like, I still would have been doing what I was doing. Like, you know, my life hasn't completely changed. So I'm saying, but I think it made it worth it. Like, okay, what the work that I put in, cause I put in some work I've sold into people. I mean, I've sold in, I've sold in my time. I've, I, I've done gigs where I didn't have no money. You know what I'm saying I've done gigs where there was a little bit of money. I had people that did right by me, people that did wrong by me. That's the same mentors, whether this had to do with music or not. I, but I, all I did was just sold in my time yeah. and I, I sold in, what I felt like would give me an investment, you know, in due time. And I just didn't worry about when that would happen. I just said, you know what, just have to do right by people because it's the right thing to do. And, you know, most I would take care of me, you know what I'm saying? You know, when it's the right time, I'm, you know, that's how I looked at it. I'm not familiar who's Marcus uh, Roberts. It sounds familiar. Um, are you familiar with him? Nah, Mike, give us some more info. Who's, who's, who's that you're referring to? And I see all y'all comments. Just, I can't see nothing, man. Oh, they, they're showing on. I don't know if they show him, but they show it if he was on the live. So uh, let's see. When I send it to you, you'll be able to see it on the live. Um, oh, I see it right there. Okay. Okay. You know what? You know what they want. They see that piano. They like play, play, play. He's not gonna play for thirty minutes, so your moms will sit back. <laughs> y'all gonna have to hit that cash app if y'all want to play for thirty minutes. He's in school. You know, oh, Mr. Wits. and we can make it pop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. John, honestly, cause, cause I know that Mr. Witch is your brother, man. But to me, like you guys are 
to me, I may not be all the way familiar with all of this, but the the Brotherhood is kind of familiar to like with Nas and Jungle. You know, I feel like just kind of that brotherly like accountability, yeah. you know, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like one came up and then he took the other one with him. I'm saying like, you know, that kind of thing. They come, they come from Queensbridge, from different two places, but he still was just like, you know, that's my brother. You know, I'm going to make sure that he's good. You know what I'm saying? And I just kind of feel like with you and Mr. Wits, I haven't met Mr. Wits, but with you, pretty sure he's probably just spitting an image of you probably too as well. Well, you know, I, I try to tell a lot of people that is my biological brother. That's the number mm-hmm. one thing. And um, which means we we grew we grew in the same womb at one point in time, and we lived in the same house for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that we naturally do, bouncing off of the other one that had always been that. Mm-hmm. But, um, what I try to tell people, I think our connection is like that because we really know what having true love for your brother really means. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, it, you know, I've I've seen brothers argue, and, and don't get me wrong, because men men which don't always see eye to eye. We're human, right? Mm-hmm. But you're never going to see us out of place, mm. even in our disagreements. Mm-hmm. There's never a point. I'll be honest with you. There was times where, on uh, me as the older brother, I had to discipline. And the only way I know discipline was the way I was taught discipline. Mm. But Mr. Witz never went against my discipline, even if he felt like it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, had been the biggest um, level of respect you can show. I'm yeah. in charge. What I say goes. Even if mm. it's not what he wanted, he never went against it. He said, mm-hmm. you know what, you big bro, I'm going to do what I was told to do, and that's follow, which made it easier for my younger, the younger siblings under him to yeah. follow suit. Because it's like, listen, if he doing it, we better get in line. And then when the home, he was the one, he was the mm-hmm. when my mom wasn't there. So we have a different um, makeup because we really grew up together close. Now mm-hmm. we slept in the same, we, initially we slept in the same bed, but then we were in the same room. He was in the bed over there with one of my brothers. I was in the other bed in the same room with one of my other brothers. Mm-hmm. So we kind of grew up sharing hats, sharing shoes. Sharing, yeah. Couldn't wait to one of somebody left so you could put their jacket on and go outside. So we sharing meals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yes. a lot of people haven't um, had that kind of experience, and I get mm-hmm. it. I get it, but you know that's why we are the way we are. And you gotta remember the time in which you came up in New York as well. You know that was a different that that was a different time. I'm saying it was a very different time than what it is right now. And I think, and that was the thing about Brooklyn because you know we had family out there too as well in Canarsie and a few other places and everything. But being in South Side Jamaica Queens, that was one way of life compared yeah. to Brooklyn. I'm saying it was just it was just a little different. Anytime you got off the bridge and you went to Brooklyn, it was just like, all right, you know, we in Brooklyn. It's a little different. Let's just go ahead and just kind of, you know, get ready. Cause it, 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 you know, the vibe of it, you know? Um, and that was one of the things that, um, you know, just getting back to the music that no matter who you are, you know, you, you know, the hoodest dude, the corniest dude, the geekiest dude, everybody up there knows music. Everybody up there knows culture. It's been embedded with that culture. Goes all the way back to the Harlem Renaissance and all of those kind of things. Like it just is just something that's encapsulated into New York, and I think that's one of the reasons why. Like we know, we know real music. You know what I'm saying, yeah. But the music that was birthed inside of me, it was really it came at a time where I was able to kind of be alone, and I was actually happened to be in Charlotte when that took place. You know what I'm saying, so I have to give credit to Charlotte for that because. I was able to be in a place of creativity, be able to kind of explore and that kind of thing. And maybe New York would have been too crowded for me because everybody up there is very talented. Everybody up there has talent up the ass. I'm saying, period. I think growing up in New York has a lot of um, a lot of advantages. Mm -hmm. Um, And then having to work in and grow up in an environment that does not have um, um, the timing for you to be patient. 
Yeah. There's no such thing as really being patient in New York City. You can only be patient in that moment. But right. you step outside. And I, so I tell a lot of people down here, they always say about living in New York. And I'm like, well, living in New York has its advantages. The, the, the number one advantage is because there's always something moving. You never staying still. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's a good and a bad thing. Being in the South, you get to actually breathe. Right, you know, you get to sit back for a minute. It's like, wow! But being in New York City, you gotta move, bro. And I'm not ready for that right now. I gotta need because I've been in the South too long. I'm saying, like, I need to. It's like Alice in Wonderland out. So I'm just like, yeah. But no, you're right about that. And another thing, I think growing up was very difficult because I was always a creative soul, and you know, my dad, you know, God rest his soul. You know, I think he wanted me to kind of fit more of the format of being a football player and being that kind of thing. But that wasn't my thing. I'm saying like I was into I was into the arts. I was into music. I wanted to kind of experiment in that way. And I think a lot of men automatically put that toxic masculinity over their son. And it's about a balance. I'm saying like just because he does does dance or does something alternative don't mean that he's about to switch out. I'm saying like. And that's the and that's the perception that we give because 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 really in Queens you either in South South Jamaica Queens you either bang you gang bang you play ball basketball we don't we don't know what football is we, we it was playing ball at the you know at the park you, you play mm-hmm. ball you gang bang or um you was about street life it like there was no in between it was more like looking at me like bro like what is that like like he funny style like go over there as I'm saying yeah. so I mean you always had to find a way to kind of create this kind of persona that was not kind of you, you know what I'm saying you know. Just, just math for no reason at all, and it's like, well, it's, it's, it's a good day out here. But you know, the city itself just has that kind of vibe and that energy, like you know that that animal instinct. You know what I'm saying, yeah. So, but it was good times though, John. So I'm saying, I mean, I could tell you about, I, I could tell you days, like my pops used to send me to the store to get him like a, I think it was like a New York Daily Post, um, and something else. He gave me like a dollar or something like that, basically. So I have fifty cent for that paper, fifty cent for the next paper, and then obviously, you know, I got my penny candy and everything. And I stayed with a bag of candy. Or I stayed going to the, you know, to Chinese restaurant with the chicken wings and the French fries and the hot sauce and the ketchup and everything, or going to Crown Chicken and just, you know, having five dollars and just making it work. I'm saying you can do a lot with five dollars. I'm saying it's eating wise. Back then, yeah. Back I mean, then, yeah. Fifty, you got chicken wings and French fries. You yeah. <laughs> I, I was good. You know what I'm saying, I went to the avenue. You know what I'm saying was was not too far from where I stayed. I actually grew up. So, so my grandmother's block was on 115th and something. So I was li- literally like right in that little strip right there. I went to PS 123, then went to 226, the middle school. I just, I just used to take two buses. So my life was really Queens. I didn't necessarily get a chance to really explore all of New York, and I hate that I didn't. Besides Long Island and Brooklyn, I just never got a chance to go to the Bronx, Harlem. Like, it wasn't it wasn't like that. And we was kind of warned, if you wasn't from certain places, you just didn't go over there. Like, I wasn't going to Queensbridge if I didn't know nobody over there in Queensbridge. It made no sense to do that. So we wasn't doing that. <laughs> I had a, I had a, I worked at, in Long Island City. Uh-huh. And um, we had moved from one, the moving company moved from one place to another. We moved right um, a block away from Queensbridge projects. Mm. And I was also um, a party promoter then. Um, I've been promoting parties since I can remember. Mm. And I met a young lady who lived in the projects, Queensbridge projects. And for whatever reason, um, I, we came to see her. And I used to be in Queensbridge projects and I didn't know nobody over there. Mm-hmm. And I never had a beef. I never, but my face was good in a lot of places. And I, I, I was never afraid to go into a project. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I'm just going. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And Thinking about it now, I mean, I might have been like, "Damn, bro, that's 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 the you know, you, you sure you want to go over there?" But I've never had that 
thing. And and, and only thing I didn't do was go to all the parties and projects. I didn't mm-hmm. do that because mm-hmm. that's that's the kind of asking for. But um, he's asking for um, the basement parties, right? I went to the basement parties um, all over. I just didn't go to the parties in the projects yeah, all the time, yeah. unless I knew who was there and and who I was with. You know what I'm saying, um, like that. But yeah, man, I we, I I was never. I, I I mean, I'm not gonna say Queensbridge Project is 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 not you know doing their thing, but <laughs> I I just never. I've mm-hmm. never had the, the 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 interruptions with what my flow was in Queensbridge Projects. I'll say, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think what it was because you know you got friends that may have friends and may have friends. You may get you may get mixing with the wrong crowd. But you know it was kind of labeled. If you was either the jock, you was the lame, you was the you know the cool one. Da 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 da. But when it came down to parties and being by at the parties, about everybody having a good time and. Um, the park that was down my block was actually Baisley Park, actually, though. And then mm-hmm. behind over there was Baisley Project. So I was like, I don't know, I knew nobody over there. So it didn't make no sense to me to go over there if I, you know, if I ain't no old dude. You know, most of my friends kind of stayed in the houses. You know, we kind of all, you know, little sub duplexes, you know, that was kind of together a little bit. So it was, I feel like Queen, Southside Jamaica, Queens, where I was, was like a happy medium. I'm saying, because it did jump off. I mean, it's, it's New York, but it also just had that kind of, kind of environment. You know what I'm saying? Where it was still kind of, you know, just middle class and everything. Yeah, you know, so we used to go to Queens because Queens had the shorties. Well, yeah, we would go to Queens because Queens had all the hunters. We stayed in Queens, bro. Mm-hmm. Listen, I survived the um, whether it was the G train, uh, or was further up going to Astoria with the E train. No, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I wherever the hunters was at, that's where we was going. <laughs> and remember, look, I'm this tall now, I used to be that tall. But mm-hmm. I just over all the honeys was that. That was that's why we went to Queens. Yeah. Wrong, because you know I hoop, I play ball everywhere. Hey. As a matter of fact, we went to we was in a tournament at Sumter Boulevard, and I never forget this. We was playing for a guy who said he was the district attorney of Queens. Okay, just assistant district attorney, mm-hmm. and we was playing for him. And we went out there and we beat the goods so bad that they they called up everybody that was going to try to jump us in the park. Mm. Mind you, we had the the younger kids with us, and we was the unlimited squad. And we had to get we only had one jeep because we took the train to get everybody mm. out. And that's when we found out that the guy wasn't even an assistant district attorney. He was a, uh like a um what do you call them quarter point attorneys. He was mm. one of them guys, so he didn't even have no juice. It's like man, so we left the team. But yeah, we 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 I, we I kicked their ass out there. I ain't gonna lie to you, we kicked mm. their ass. That's mm. what we went out there to do. <laughs> But I love Queens, man. I love Queens. I love Queens. Um, I'm trying to see who. Oh, so that's who Mike said. Market. Do you know? Are you familiar with him? Um, yes. went to Marcellus, of course. But yeah, Marcus Robinson. I'm gonna do my research. Yeah, gotcha. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm probably do my research now on him. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're begging for you to play something, bro. I, yes, sir. So I see you. I, see you. I, I know you always ready, one in the chamber. So, um, yeah. So, will you want me to just play something? Whatever? Yeah, just whatever you feel. Whatever you feel. Yeah, I know. And where's Alicia Keys is what she said. You know, just <laughs> play whatever you feel. I'm good. Um, you got me on the spot, y'all. Hold up, man.
I'm saying. <laughs> you already know. I know, man. Um, there is a magic in the way that you play. So everybody have their own catches, mm -hmm. their own things that they do when playing music. There's a magic in that. So um, I, I brought, you know, I've, I've been a fan since day one. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I can't wait to see what's coming next for you, man. It's, it's, it's I'm trying to, you know, I, child, the way I look at it is I think we all just paint our canvases. And I, I think that now I'm getting a chance to be able to paint my canvas. And so I think when I do play, when I'm kind of zoned in, I'm just playing. But I think when, I, when I'm talking, like when I'm talking with you right now, playing through that journey, you know what I'm saying yeah. that's part of what kind of has kind of been that too as well. Like I, I think it was, um, oh yeah, the... Um, You know, like little kind of knickknacks like that. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, like. <laughs> you know, like, you know, you know, just taking, you know, just taking everything and just kind of just meshing it a little bit. You know, yeah. a little Jay-Z. Do you have any music out now? I don't think you do because I think I would know about it. Um, no, but you know what though? I actually just composed this piece right here, actually called uh, "Obscure." Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And so just kind of was kind of just playing through it, you know, a little bit. But what, but what I'm hoping is that not maybe not right now because I'm still kind of working on some tweaks and everything like that. Though so I'm, I'm going to tweak it out, mm -hmm. and I'm going to probably have this probably record it maybe within in the coming months probably but maybe before the new year like i would like to kind of get that going and probably just put some content out there because that's what i'm doing yeah. um but i'm doing a recital next semester which is all my original music but it's going to be on the recital so like streaming platforms and you know like it's going to be recorded and that kind of thing but until then i'm just gonna have to try to put out some stuff got you, you know, got right you. now now on my yeah now so on my youtube um there is some music YouTube, on there, so I can put that in here. Yeah, let me uh actually let me go and probably just give it to you on the chat, right? Um, yeah, if you do it in the chat, that'd be great. That'd be okay, great. yeah, yeah. Let me then I can post it up. Um man, I, I bro, you know, like I told you, you know, and now everybody else can see why like there's a natural way that you play that makes it that much better. It gives it that greatness behind it, man. And, yes, sir. Um I, I can't. I told you. We. I told you. I can't wait. So when's your graduation? You know when it's, you go. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll be finished next semester. Next semester. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So here's what here's what I want to um, 
That's what I want to say. I would love to uh, set it up to do um, for you on when, after you graduate mm -hmm. to do a live performance here. I don't know when Petra's opens back up. When when it opens back up, mm. I'm going to um, for you. I your, thought it was. Well, I don't. I don't know if it's open all the way because I haven't talked to um, Perry yet. But I want to. Okay. I, I want to do you know celebrate you in that manner. I'm going to open mm. Petra's for a night for you to come play because I know they got a piano and I know their piano works. Oh, man. I can if I can set that up. Would you be interested in doing that? Absolutely, I would be. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm going to um you know me and Perry. That's my man. So Perry. Yeah, yeah. It didn't pop up in the chat. I don't know why I didn't see it yet. Oh, we lost him. I don't know what happened. He'll pop back in. He'll pop back in, y'all. Listen, I told y'all that IG, I don't know what's going on here. So okay. I'm on, but um, I, I had to log in, and I don't know what that is. But Okay, but so just go on YouTube and just look up Terrence Shepard, and the first one is up there, actually. Okay. Cause, yeah, my bad. I, yeah. Oh, now you good, bro. I can wish P H E R D. Yeah, yeah, like shepherd, like shepherd boy. Mm -hmm. okay. um, yeah, we, we need to make this page. This page need to be ridiculous, y'all. You need to go ahead and follow his page right away. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, man. I I could not wait for um to have you on my show. Ig, I'm so sorry that the it's not the internet keep going in and out. Yeah. Um. So so just jump on YouTube if you can. We got about five more minutes. So, so Tim, what I normally do in my last minute is, is allow my guests to say whatever they want to say or do what they want, want to do for the last, we got like three minutes and change. Mm -hmm. if you got anything you want to say or if you wanted to play your way out, it's up to you, whatever you want to do. This is your, Yeah, let me uh, let you do your thing. Let me get a little vibe going on here. Okay. Let me see, man. Um, hmm. You just kind of just play my way through stuff. Okay, so yeah. Thank you. 
time bro we got 30 we got 20 seconds left y'all give me man terrence shepherd thank y'all so much for coming through terrence don't hang up i'm gonna talk to you in a minute thank y'all sure. so much man it was an honor having you here brother i can't wait to bring you back thanks so much i appreciate you and like i said we're going to get together because after you graduate i'm going to put together a show for you yes, so you can showcase what you work with brother i love yes, you man 